I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. We're going to start today with the quote of the day. It comes from none other than Tim Ferriss. He says, Success or failure in life comes down to the amount of uncomfortable conversations that you're willing to have. Could not agree more. All right, we are in the second episode of our bootstrap series. If you missed episode one, we covered the basics of getting your website off the ground, starting from zero, picking out a domain name, going through the hosting process, getting an SSL certificate, how to get started on WordPress, picking out a theme, and some of the basic plugins that you would need to secure your site and to make sure you're on the right path to having it optimized so that people can actually find it online. So we're starting off the second section of this series. We're gonna dive a little bit deeper here. We're starting about the site structure. Now, we've gone over all this information. We haven't typed a single word or created a web page yet and we're not quite there yet. We're still in the planning phase, and everything we're talking about here is gonna have a big payoff in the end when our site is actually live. So, first thing we're gonna get into here is site structure. Uh, but even before you start deciding, you may have a general idea in your head, like what is the structure of my website gonna look like? Uh, something that a lot of people don't think about is the keywords. What are the keywords that are associated with your website? You might think, well, this is stupid, this is basic, I know what the keywords are. But it's really important to sit down and write those out, what your initial thoughts are. What are my keywords for my business? And then you have to take it a step further and do keyword research. Yeah, so keyword research is really where the whole process starts. Um, you know, you got to figure out what language people are using. And, and when we see keywords, we're talking about our cornerstone content. Like, you've got your homepage. You're going to want to start. What's an example? You want to start a uh, studio, a music recording studio. Recording studio. Right. Okay. So you want to start a recording studio, and you think that you know the terms that people use. Well, you have to have to have to research that. There are easy ways. One, you can go and look at your competitors and see what their cornerstones, what what, what tabs are in their menus. That's not always the best because you know oftentimes they're making mistakes themselves. Yeah. You can go to Google. Google has Google Suggest. Um, you can start typing, and it will tell you kind of what. It is most often searched. You can click it, scroll to the bottom, and there's also more suggestions. You can use the Google uh, keyword tool in the Google AdWords. You can use the Bing keyword too in Google.com slash webmaster tools or slash webmaster. You can use tools in SEMrush. You can use tools in uh, Hrefs. You can use free tools online. You have to create a wireframe with your cornerstone content keywords. And these are the keywords that you're, are gonna be the most important to getting your client to do what you want them to do, whatever your funnel is. Okay, so we're gonna start a music studio. What are my, what are my say, three or four most important services? All right, so I wanna offer recording. 
I want to do mixing for people and I'm going to do mastering. Those are my top three money makers. Those are my, that's my bread and butter. So I'm going to start there. So then I would revolve my content around those three keywords. I would have those as my cornerstones. I would have on those three pages, I would create those three pages right away. I would also create an about page. People do want to learn about you. I would call that a cornerstone page. And I'd even create a contact page, even though I'd probably have my contact information on every single page as well. And what we're talking about creating right now, guys, we're just writing this down on a blank sheet of paper. We're, map we're making an actual map that we're drawing out before we start building these websites. So your top of your pyramid is going to have your homepage. And then the next level of blocks will be your cornerstones. And so it would be those three services plus uh, about us and a contact. You know, that's about five pages. That's a good mix. Below that, you're going to then wireframe additional content that will that will create a bigger picture around those cornerstone key words. And we call that long tail content because it's not necessarily the exact word that you're wanting someone to look for, like mixing or mastering, like we said, but it's going to be words around that. So. What are some terms around mixing and mastering? Well, you have EQ, you have compression. There's all different kinds of factors that go into that. So you're gonna start building words around those cornerstone content pieces that direct to those. So a lot of, a lot of people actually, when you're creating posts, it's just uh, where you're gonna create these long tail posts about this, when I say long tail, I mean like the long search, uh, EQ in a home studio, EQ for a bass guitar, stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people will create categories, and um, so the big the big keyword would be on our homepage. But then in our categories in the post, we might create EQ. And what were the other things you said? Uh, compression. Compression. We might create categories. You could actually create uh, use those category pages as informational pages, or you could even use them as your cornerstone pages. Mm -hmm. So you could create, what was the three services you started with? The mixing, okay, mastering, mixing. recording. So you could actually create a category called mixing and use that in your header and use that category page. You put some information on that page and then have all your blogs funnel into that as your cornerstone page. That's actually one way that's very common. You don't have to do that. You can create right. cornerstone pages with pages and not categories and posts. There's a couple ways you can do this, and you're going to want to look around at people, see how they're doing it. Yeah, so at that point, we're, we're talking about categories. We're, what, two levels deep here? We're Because we got our home page, and we've got our cornerstone pages, and then we've got our category pages. Yeah, oh, and, and what I was saying is some people switch out those cornerstone pages for category pages. Right. Occasionally. You don't always, like, here's the for instance, you know, instead of creating a page called mixing, I create a category called mixing right. and I link, I put that link in my header and so when they click mixing it takes them right to a category page. I have information that's general about mixing but then I have all my blog posts, yeah. long tail, embedded in that uh, embedded in that category and it, it creates this massive strength structure. You don't have to do it that way. That is an alternative. But that's something that Google's looking for when they're crawling your website, right? Yeah, absolutely. Google's looking for connections. If your page isn't linked to, Google really won't find it. So even if you do the traditional way where you've got the home page and then you've got 
five pages below that and then those five pages you might have some other pages in there but most likely you'll have posts we're gonna have links to posts on each one of those pages that take them deeper into our content you'll even most likely in categories we're gonna use that link structure on a wireframe to say okay here's mixing this is a cornerstone and we want to talk about EQ compression uh, what else? Uh, tracking. Tracking and microphones. So we're going to create those four categories, right. and we're going to, um, and then we're going to write tons of information equally in those groups, gotcha. and we're going to use that link to link back to the category group, and we're going to have that category link group linking back to our mixing page. Yep. This will create a pyramid. Yep. And when Google reads that, guys, they're going to say, "Oh, that's a structure that their search engine can easily read, and it's going to." provide validity and the whole purpose Google search you got to remember they're they're only concerned about providing their service and their service is to provide the best possible search results to someone searching for something so we want to make sure that when we're building that site that is providing clarity on what our site is so that we can get read by Google and show up in the search results. Yeah, so r remember, with your head terms, you don't have to worry about long tail content right there. You really want to keep it generic and really down to the, the, the nitty gritty of the short, hard to win terms. You're going to use your category posts and your, your blog posts to really knock out all that log tail, long tail, and that's going to create the picture for Google, you're gonna link back to that short tail, which where you're like, oh, my short tail is not a, very detailed. I'm not yeah. gonna get ranked for it. That's not true. Google will use all that information that you're writing about that category, linking into that category, linking into that cornerstone, and Google's gonna create that snapshot, that picture for you, and give you the credibility on that uh, head term. Yeah, and it's fine to have a ton of links on these pages, guys. I mean, a point of reference that's often used is Wikipedia. And if you've ever been to Wikipedia, you know how many links on a single page. When you land there, tons of links to other content. And all that is supporting each of those uh, topics when you're looking at something on Wikipedia. So don't be afraid to link up stuff to specific blog posts because it all feeds into those cornerstone pages. Yeah, in fact, you should have a link to everything that's relevant, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, and that pretty much wraps it up for site structure here. Um, those are the basics. Again, we're still talking, we're on paper at this point, but this is kind of getting your battle plan before you start going out and building those pages, which we're gonna cover in the next episode of this series. Uh, but for now, I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast.